Grain Farmers Ontario Market Trends Commentary for January and February of 2023. Here we are in the new calendar year and a new set of possibilities and opportunities for grain growers across Ontario and the greater North American Corn Belt. The winter of 2023 has been somewhat benign in many parts of the Corn Belt, but it is likely still that we will receive the wrath of Canadian winter. However, at the same time in South America, it is midsummer, and crops are growing actively and being impacted by many weather anomalies. At the same time, grain is moving through different channels around the world in that unending journey to satisfy consumption. Keeping score of all this is incredibly challenging. The USDA chimed in with their latest final numbers on the 2022 crop year on January the 12th. USDA dropped corn production 200 million bushels down to 13.73 billion bushels, which is the lowest in three years and below what analysts were expecting in their pre-report estimates. U.S. national corn yield now sets at 173.3 bushels per acre, but the USDA also cut harvested acreage by 1.6 million acres. The total supply now stands at 15.157 billion bushels, with total usage coming in at 13.915 billion bushels. This usage was down 185 million bushels from December, and the export demand for corn was down 150 million bushels, and the USDA setting it at 1.925 billion bushels. Corn ending stocks settled out at 1.242 billion bushels. American farmers produced 4.276 billion bushels of soybeans in 2022 with a lower harvested acreage and a lower national average of 49.5 bushels per acre, according to USDA. The yield reduction came mainly from lowering previous estimates in Missouri, Indiana, Illinois, and Kansas. USDA has set soybean ending stocks at 210 million bushels. This was partly because of the 55 million bushel cut in export demand, which is reflected because of the lower import demand from China and a higher export forecast from Brazil. Brazilian soybean production was actually increased to 153 million metric tons, while the Argentinian forecast was cut quite severely down to 45.5 million metric tons from the previous estimate of 49.5 million metric tons. USDA left wheat production unchanged in the United States at 1.65 billion bushels, with a national average yield of 46.5 bushels per acre. On January 13th, corn, soybeans, and wheat futures were higher than the last Market Trends report. March 2023 corn futures were at 675 a bushel. The December 2023 corn futures contract sat at 598 a bushel, and the January 2023 soybean futures were at 527 a bushel. The November 2023 soybean futures stood at 1393 a bushel, and the March 2023 Chicago wheat futures closed at 743 a bushel. The Minneapolis March 23 wheat futures closed at 917 a bushel, with the September 2023 contract closing at 890 a bushel. The nearby oil futures, as of January 13th, closed at $79.86 a barrel, up the nearby, nearby futures recorded in the last Market Trends report of $71.02 a barrel, and the average price for U.S. ethanol in the U.S. was $2.38 a U.S. gallon, up from the $2.36 last month. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on January 13th, 2023, was 0.47468 U.S., up versus the 0.7337 U.S. reported here in the last Market Trends report. The Bank of Canada's lending rate increased to 4.25%. In Ontario, benign weather has set in after a particularly brutal stretch of weather before Christmas, where high winds and cold temperatures and snow made things difficult across the province. 
However, that was followed by mild temperatures into January with much of the province without snow cover. However, in eastern Ontario, this is different with lots of snow on the ground toward the Quebec border. This open weather in some parts of the province has helped producers continue to harvest corn, such as in the York region. It is Canadian winter, and there surely is much more to come. Even though there is still a bit of corn to be harvested, the final numbers on the Ontario harvest have been published by the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture and Food. What we had last summer's corn yield at 166 bushels per acre and the soybean yield at 48 bushels per acre. This is reflective of a drier than normal growing season in much of the province, but not all. Dryness was very apparent in parts of the deep southwest as well as eastern Ontario, and as it is, these estimates are lower than many of the private crop forecasts done earlier, and at the end of the day, on a provincial basis, it was lower than what many people had expected. The Canadian dollar has gained throughout the month of January, currently sitting at 0.7468 cents U.S. on January the 13th. And on December the 16th, the dollar almost dipped under 73 cents U.S., but settled in at 0.7303 U.S. Basis values erode under any scenario where Canadian dollar gains in value. And as we look ahead, any move up in this value will erode some of the futures gains that we may or may not see, especially in soybeans and wheat. It is just a reminder of the tremendous balance we have as farmers in Ontario of capturing the Canadian basis value with future price rallies. And you can see all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Now the bottom line is, have we reached a seminal moment within the grain market different than the last couple of years? Is it a time where prices go lower more often than they go higher? Or is it simply a time where we can expect some bearishness in the market considering the big crops in South America and the drop in demand that we have seen in both corn and soybeans from the USDA January report? Is it time to be more defensive with our marketing decisions? Well, it may be. However, there are still some flies in the ointment toward the bullish side of the equation. For instance, it is no secret that Argentina weather has been instrumental in the last few weeks of market action. Think of it as mid-July in North America. That is exactly the type of weather that is impacting parts of Argentina and Brazil at the present time, with all the resultant price volatility. As of now, this weather variable remains a bullish factor, but we all know what can happen when the rain comes. The drought is over. Until that happens, a keen eye on South American weather will remain a key variable in our marketing decision process. This will affect both corn and soybean prices. The U.S. equivalent price for corn at the Dalian Exchange in China was $10.92 as of January 13th. And China will continue to need corn, but higher or bigger supplies will not be able to be procured from South America until the safrina crop is harvested in July. With drought currently the news in Argentina and July still far off, that leaves lots of room for volatility in corn prices. At the same time in China, the price of soybeans is $19.89 a bushel at the Dalian Exchange. And so far in 2022 and 23, China soybean buying has increased 15% from a year ago, currently at 984 million bushels. This has taken place even though it's been an average or an uneven time geopolitically and with a big Brazil crop in the offing. Despite the specter of the slowdown in China demand at the present time, it's not quite happening. Now for corn, there are lots of questions about corn prices. For instance, how do we sustain corn prices in an environment where the USDA says demand is down 185 million bushels? With all the technology we have to measure yield in acres, why did the USDA miss 1.6 million acres last month or the month before? In such an environment, what are the odds of $8 corn returning? 
There are so many questions. Now, answers to these questions are continually blowing in the wind this winter. However, we know that seasonally, corn tends to go up into the February USG report and even higher into mid-June. Needless to say, it would be good to fix the corn export problem, even though Brazil is starting to step up big time, especially with their own corn exports to China. There's lots of bearishness to go around when it comes to corn, and the bullish factors are beginning to diminish. The March 2023 corn contract is currently one and a half cents above the May 2023 corn contract, which is a bullish indication of commercial demand. Seasonally, corn prices tend to peak in early June and bottom in October. The nearby March 2023 contract is currently in the 71st percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for soybeans, the soybean complex is not quite like corn, but we also saw yield go down as well as acreage from the USDA. At the same time, the USDA lowered Argentinian soybean production down to 45.5 million metric tons. And at the same time, we know that the big crop in Brazil predicted to be 153 million metric tons. Now, on a global level, soybean stocks are still holding even with all of these setbacks. Now, at first glance, that would seem like soybean prices are due to come down with the latest iteration of higher prices going up being a metaphorical sugar high. However, it is still a moving target. On the U.S. domestic front, there are many crush plants being built to take advantage of the biodiesel boom forged by U.S. government policy. So far, USDA has not raised U.S. domestic crush to reflect this, but we can expect it to increase 200 million bushels per year in the next few years. This is a significant demand boost for U.S. soybeans. The March 2023 soybean contract is currently a half a cent above the May contract, which is a bullish sign of commercial demand. Seasonally, soybean prices tend to peak in early July and bottom out in early October. In the nearby January, soybean futures contract is currently in the 74th percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for wheat, the USDA actually set U.S. quarterly wheat stocks less than expected, and the wheat fundamentals within the United States remain tighter than they've been in a long time. Now, on a global level, it would it would be the same way except that Australia is producing what could be a record crop this season and you know the rest of the story. Wheat is either planted or harvested every month of the year and filling any supply shortfalls is always temporary. Chicago wheat is currently 753 which is historically is good but a dollar fifty lower than it was last October the 10th. The Ukraine-Russia war will continue to offer the possibility of much higher wheat futures surprises. In Ontario, the low Canadian dollar is taking that 753 Chicago futures price and giving Ontario farmers close to $10 a bushel for their wheat now and into next summer. Ontario has about 1.3 million acres of wheat, which was planted last fall, much of it as of mid-January without any snow cover. As always, especially this time of year, it's difficult to discern what this may mean come spring. However, with memories of $15 cash wheat on our hands from last summer, it's going to be difficult to take less. However, that is the nature of agricultural economics within our agricultural commodity markets. It's difficult to know where these wheat prices are going. It almost seems like a broken record, but the Canadian dollar at 0.7468 cents U.S. continues to add stimulus to Ontario grain prices. In fact, as always, the effect on soybeans and wheat is much more acute than it is on Ontario corn prices. Bank of Canada has signaled that there will be fewer interest rate increases in the future, and this, along with the declining U.S. dollar, might mean more of the status quo for the Canadian dollar. However, looking ahead with possible recession predictions coming to fruition, the value of the Canadian dollar is not lending itself to a big gain in value. 
As always, its value will remain largely in an inverse relationship to the value of the U.S. dollar, and that will surely react to whatever the U.S. Federal Reserve decides to do in 2023. Even though the January USD report did itemize some lower demand in both corn and soybeans, long-term future spreads are still telling a bullish story. Having said that, we are going into a time where the South American crop size might define the story going forward. However, some market factors like soybean crush continually tell an optimistic story. For instance, on January 13th, the value of crushed soybeans exceeded uncrushed soybeans by $3.24 a bushel in the United States, which represents one of the highest premiums on record. Just goes to show, despite more bearish signals on the horizon ahead, this market has enough bullish items to keep its dynamism intact. Now, with the war in Ukraine and Russia going into its 12th month now, it is easy to get complacent about this conflict will continue to impact the price of grain going forward. Unfortunately, we have become accustomed to the bombings, the missile strikes, the killing, and the hate generating in that part of the world over the last several months. We've also been accustomed to at least some grain movement in the Black Sea. Now, keep in mind, it's important to realize that this conflict continues to live in technicolor. It still represents a major piece of news for unknown volatility in our present grain market scenario. Thinking it over with regard to grain is a mistake, or thinking it is over with regard to a grain is a mistake. A stray nuke or some other problem in that area could set grain prices ready to explode. The road ahead for Ontario grain farmers will continue to challenge with one eye on the value of the Canadian dollar and the other on grain futures values finding the right balance. We all know that the old crop seasonality generally tops out in February in front of the USJ reports with new crop generally in June and July. In the meantime, there is just so much that can happen with South American weather at the present time being top of that list. With so many variables in the mix, standing pricing orders sitting at your elevator or processor can be an effective way to capture quickly generated marketing opportunities. Selling grain is a natural thing for farmers. Doing it in an orderly way in this price volatile environment makes it even more taxing. Keep in mind risk management never gets old. And as always, daily market intelligence will remain keen. There will be many marketing opportunities ahead. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for January and February of 2023. I'm Philip Shaw.